Stop your fucking around. Better listen to this bracket. Time to straighten those AirPods listening to podcasts in your car. Checkerhead, a message to you, Checkerhead. It's Madness March 2024, the two tournament. What up, Checkerheads? Welcome to Checkered Past the Scodcast with Slynn and Rob, the show where a fine young cannibal holocaust and uh, our house of fun boy three small missing words <laughs> explore the history and impact of a different band each episode and hope to bring in new fans along the way. I'm Robbie Radiation, and this is my sister and co-host, Celine Val Golding. Whoa, okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you said so many wild, insane words and, like, references, yeah. and, like, you got a lot out there. Can we... I got the, um, stacks, recently, stacks I put on stacks. three hats, mm. and I said, look, I'm Rob making a joke. Because <laughs> it's a hat on a hat. I don't have a hat. took a picture Okay, can you... Yeah, no. <laughs> So, okay, break it down. And this is my co-host Please. with the most no, you, you, <laughs> Joey Dammers. Ooh, hi. hi. Okay, you'll have to explain okay. A, the intro, and then B, who we are. Please, <laughs> please. Uh, this is Madness March <laughs> 2024. <not> <laughs> and so, the names okay. are based on members of the specials. Okay, Volgold? Celine so Volgolding. Volgolding, who's that? Lynn Volgolding. Really? That's Lynn pretty close to my name. I know. Yeah. And Roddy, just Roddy, Roddy Radiation. That's, That's pretty good, actually. And I'm Roddy Radiation. Yeah. And Jerry Dammers, Joey, Joey Dammers. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. You actually, you, that. Thank you. We're good. You tried. Nice. Nice. I tried very hard. <laughs> you don't always. <laughs> Not always. Not always. <laughs> and so the puns up top were about the. You know what we're doing, the two tones. I know, but can you break it down exactly what it is? Fine young Hannibal, the fine young cannibal Holocaust, okay, right? Movie, fine young cannibals, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then our house of fun boy three small, (laughs) yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Wow, (laughs) so what's that? A bunch of stuff, (laughs) yeah, okay, fair. (laughs) I just like, like, yeah, that's fair. Mash them up together, string of consciousness, yeah, Yeah. just like (laughs) one after the other. Uh, I just kind of started and then it just kept going. (laughs) That's fair. So, That's then, fair. I probably could have added more stuff, but then, you know, a hat on a hat on a hat. And also, I need to have room to do this again. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, you need it, yeah. <laughs> I've really set myself up to do the same thing again. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to be good. And I'm sure I'm going to have one that's really ridiculous. So, uh, what's up? What's going on? Oh, yeah. it's uh, We should do uh, a pick it up where we left off. We don't have the song for it. Um, but I got it. And we are fueled by Sea Change. Ooh. This is a good Ooh. one. Oh, good one. With a crack. I today edge. am drinking the Straight Edge, which is the non-alcoholic pale ale. He's sipping it. Whoa. He's sipping it. He's, he's taking a very uh, photogenic sip. Delicious. Very nice. It's not bad, actually. As far as <laughs> I've never had it's it an before. amber ale, you said no, it's no. a pale ale. Oh, it's a pale, but it's pale non-alcoholic ale. Ale. which is it's uh, a, oh, it's non-alcoholic. Hell yeah, it's called Straight Edge, which is a great. That's name. That's cool, actually, and it's got a picture of like a straight edge, like for a razor. for razors, a straight yeah. razor, <laughs> uh, very Peppa. clever. Um, 
And I don't know if I talked about how they make non-alcoholic beers these days on pot. Yeah, whatever. I'll repeat stories. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that's fine. Um, So nowadays, so it used to be you'd have to go out of your way to, like, make a non-alcoholic beer, which is why most breweries didn't do it, because they made alcoholic beer. (laughs) Um, But now there's actually a process that you can go through where you can make a beer and pull the alcohol out. So it's instead of actually producing a non-alcoholic beer, you're actually just producing your normal beer and then de-alcoholizing it. Um, so that is how they make their non-alcoholic versions kind of taste similar to their real beers or full alcohol beers, I guess you'd say. Uh, and then what they do with the alcohol that they pull out is – I should bring this closer to my mouth – is they um, uh, make like Sounds like my hard si- – they make like hard seltzers out of it. Yeah. Uh, so if you ever go to like a local brewery and you see that they have non-alcoholic beer and a bunch of hard seltzers, that's why it's because. And Sea Change has Straight Edge, and they also have Shitties, shitties. with two that's D's. Hard seltzers. Yeah. Two D's. That, and they're pretty tasty as well. They're fine. Hard seltzers are all just fine. IMO. I was like obviously a big white claw head for I was a while. Say. I know. I, went through, <laughs> I was gonna say. I feel like your like blood is five percent white claw. <laughs> Not- Carbonated your blood. This yeah, summer. It, the, uh, the summer. Talk to me in the absolutely. summer. Talk to me in the summer. Get back to me when I'm on my bike. Yeah, yeah. Like if I'm biking around, like on the in the river valley or whatever, you better believe I got some hard seltzers in the backpack. It's coming with me. I do love a white claw arita, which is just frozen fruit, a white claw, and a shot of vodka, blended. Put it in your fucking blend jet, bitch. Put it in your blend jet. <laughs> Lisa fucking Frank. Um, okay, what are you talking about? We're talking about vacay. We just oh, uh, yeah, vacay. We, we uh, as of recording, where we left off. It's Jan twenty eighth for record. We actually haven't recorded for a few weeks because we were banking episodes at the beginning of January. Uh, that's why we had so many trombonuses in January. And it is not March. Uh, uh, it is not March oh, on release of this. No, it's February. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, I said as of record, January. But, yeah, but the begin at the beginning. You said it, we were Joey, in what are you talking about? Madness, Madness March. March is not necessarily in March anymore. It starts oh, at the end of February. Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is the pre-show. Got it. Oh, God. Yeah, we haven't even gotten into what this episode's about. It's about vacation. Right. It's the, about vacation. Whole, the CPSC crew plus my mother and my son <laughs> uh, went to Mexico. Mexico. We went mm-hmm. to Grand Serena's Resort. Resort style. Uh, outside of Playa del Carmen on the Maya Riviera. And it, it was, was very great. nice. It was yeah, very nice. It was, yeah. fun. It was, it was like, hot. Yeah, lots of critters. Critter yeah, watch. Ocean so critters. Pooled yeah. Critter Watch. Had hard on Critter Watch. Yeah, if Decent you were, food. If you were in the Discord, you saw a lot of critters. Yeah. And uh, say what you will. We, we were very well. We tipped well. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. tipped a lot and often and well. I'd say so. Yeah. 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 Uh, and we also went on an excursion. Sorry, I'm white. Here's some pesos. Sorry, I'm white. And here's yeah. some pesos. Sorry, I'm white. Here's your pesos. Yeah, it was fun, though. I mean, everyone knew we were Canadian. Like, literally <laughs> yeah, everyone, everybody. Yeah. Everyone and everyone at the resort Canadian, was either Canadian, Canadian or, or from England English, or the yeah. UK. Yeah. So it was actually very friendly and nice. Yeah, there was, like, little to no American. Nobody great. I talked to was American. Like, uh, yeah. Most uh, of our listeners are American. Few, you know yeah. what you guys, look, yeah. the resort people, you know what you guys are like. There's a few near Not you guys, but you Where know, do Americans America. go? They go to Tijuana. They go to Cabo San Lucas, right? Isn't that maybe. the... I don't know. Yeah. Maybe more Puerto Vallarta. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. maybe it's humid as hell. Everything was just wet forever. Maybe. I would yeah, say, like, I would absolutely so live in Mexico, but, like, no, not not where it's wet all the time. Like so they that. had... I want to go to dry Mexico. When you go into the hotel room, when you go into the hotel room, they have this, like... 
thing that you put your key card into that turns on the main power in the room. And when we got into our hotel room, it was just smashed. It was was just busted. And we were unable to get the AC or the Well, and I was gaslighting myself because I was just like, am I just being a Canadian and we just came from like minus 30? Am I just not used to it? Or is the AC broken and I'm, this is insane. And this is a sauna. So the first night we slept in a sauna. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It was was so wet. Not ideal. Everything was so wet. Until it came to be that it was something to do with the door sensor wasn't flipping on. Yeah, well, they they unsmashed the thing. They unsmashed the thing, and then also the door sensor. Yeah, It was a time. Yeah, it it took us a while to figure (laughs) it out. It's a big resort with a lot of fucking people on it. Yeah. It's a, it'd be yeah. very difficult. I just accidentally kicked a dog. That's Sorry, that'll, that'll She's happen. sad about it. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. They're always just under your feet. Yeah. That's how <laughs> I was swinging operate. my feet. Yeah. But yeah, had a great time in, in the Mexican. Yep, got a lot of sun. I bought a uh, large What was the best thing that happened to you on your trip? Uh, oh God. It, was, it was sitting in the ocean drinking beers with you and Ariane. Was, that was, that was pretty, a good that highlight. That was pretty high tier. We were just sitting there, and there's fish swimming around me, and I was drinking a cerveza, and it was wonderful for January. Yeah. I drank so many micheladas. That's, like, with my big thing that I drank. Mm. Lime lot. chips yeah. were huge. Uh, drinking a Chapachico and, like, eating lime chips. Yeah, chips brand jalapeno and chips And the Marlboro watermelon crushed menthol cigarettes. And they don't, like, in the, like, I don't really smoke, but in the humid climate, it's very nice to have a cigarette. I'd be a fucking smoker if I lived in a humid climate. Full show. Last thing is we, uh, me and Joey and Ariane and Will went to Shell Ha, which yeah. is like an eco water park type situation, mm-hmm. which is pretty fun. Yeah. The big selling feature of that place is this uh, 40 meter tall <laughs> water slide. That's nuts. That that's you guys at the top did of that. a lighthouse. Which yeah. and So you go to the top of this lighthouse and you look down into the lagoon and it's really cool because you can see the rays and you can see all and the fish. And you can see for like miles down the coast. Uh, it's, it's, it's crazy. Glorious. It's yeah. super high up. Yeah. And then you get into the water slide. And my son bailed. He technically was tall enough to do it. But yeah. he looked at it for one second and said, nope, not for me. He and made that and honestly, fair, because it looked, it sounded terrifying. It was awful. Awesome. I was at the resort. It was terrifying. It was so cramps. scary. Me and Joey I, went at the same time. Yeah. And we both walked out of that, like, different changed people. <laughs> yeah, it was fucking wild. Like, it was very fun. I, at no point did I feel unsafe, like I was going to fly out of the water no. slide. But that being said, I did feel as if that thing was going way fucking faster than it needed to be going. <laughs> no, and we saw, like, kids, like, who were just, like, barely tall enough. Like, they were, like, six years old. <laughs> they are like, barely tall enough. And they are like, yeah, go ahead. Go on there. She and my, like, my theory this is giving, is, like, action park vibes. Yeah. My theory is... Uh, Do they make you sign a crazy mass, waiver, like, if no, anything no, happens? No, Damn, you that's a, it's a little Wild West for me. If you were, if you were higher mass, I feel like you move faster. So yeah. th- my theory is the littler kids... Kids don't go quite as fast down the slide, but it's still know, fucking man. fast. That's it was scary. No, it yeah, was it was terrifying. <laughs> but, yeah. but totally fun. I do have a little FOMO because it did sound like magical as far as like the, the views was, and the like how pretty yeah. and like the yeah. flow. I swam in a cave underwater. Like that's pretty well, not underwater, but there was, there was a cave I do under have the ground FOMO, and I swam and it was cool. I also, I made myself dehydrated accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, the, and missed the tapenaki. 
Yeah, I made myself Waitress. so dehydrated that I um, puked. Like, I made myself, like, so sick. Wouldn't I just didn't drink enough water. Wouldn't be a CPSC. <laughs> Not on purpose, obviously, parfum. but yeah, I, like, absolutely. got very sick. And then uh, Ariane had, like, these electrolyte tabs. And as soon as I just kept getting, like, little sips, I was like, oh, I feel much better. Me, me and uh, Ariane are practiced heat strokers. <sighs> yeah, I don't really, like, like, I don't. Do it all the time. I've never, yeah. it's never happened to me yet. This is the first time it didn't because yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to have a plan and I'm going to not get dehydrated. I was real it's Canadian real, about it. Tough. I was a yeah. real Canadian. And then we Googled you can have water. You can get real water hubris. I couldn't yeah. couldn't believe how sick I was. Yeah, it makes you By so my own sick. volition. Anyways. They gave us two five liter jugs of water and I drank more water than that because I emptied them. <laughs> so I drank way more than 10 liters of water in the nice. time that I was there. I should have drank much more water. Anyways, Instead of just beer. <laughs> I was drinking pina coladas. And yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, drinking all kinds of stuff. A lot of water. A lot of orange juice and vodka for this guy. Yeah. Strawberry Dax. I yeah, had a lot of smoothies. I tried to have a, like a smoothie. That's true. There were smoothies. I had lots of smoothies. I had so much bacon. And I was drinking yeah, those bacon. like electrolyte drinks, which I love. Beachbergs. Beachbergs almost daily. Yeah, on the daily. I missed out on beach corn. I, I didn't do any it. beach corn, yeah, or the big vat of paella. That yeah, like I it missed was out going, on that. That too. was going to absolutely make me sick. <laughs> I looked at all of the <laughs> the clams and shit that were in there, and I'm like, great, I can't even touch this. <laughs> Looking at it is making me sick. I'm like, oh, look at all that shellfish. Anyway, that's us. Vacation yeah. time. We we did it. So Vacate if we, so if we sound uh, chill, we're extra like chill, chill dudes yeah. this time. That's that's why. So we haven't revealed what uh, the the Madness March is all about for this year because <gasps> I've been kind of just teasing. <laughs> but if you've put piece the clues together, this is Madness March. All month long, we are doing a March Madness style bracket to pit 32 singles from two-tone records <gasps> in head-to-head battle to determine once and for all the greatest two-tone single of all time. Whoa. You can no get your sure votes it'll be the wrong one. <laughs> As of the drop of this, the predictions will be up at... Challenge.com Challenge. slash Madness March 2024. The matchups are based on the order of release of the single. So earliest single one, latest single 32. Makes sense. So here's how it's going to work. are exactly 32, correct? Yeah, give or take. There was like <laughs> 34. And oh, I, okay. I had to make a couple cuts because it, it gets a little ridiculous. <laughs> fair, fair. We'll talk about it more on the actual bracket. Uh, so here's how it's going to work. Today's the pre-show, so we'll be discussing the major brand bands that are on that label, Two-Tone, especially those that were featured in the documentary Dance Craze, and then the various side projects that came out. Uh, week one and two, which will be at the end of February, will be the CPSC crew, me, Slyn, Joey, doing the matchups for round one in rapid succession, based only on listening to the first one or two minutes of the song in a blind listen. Then we will bring on guests for weeks three to five, all the way through the finals, eliminating half of the tracks each week until an ultimate winner is crowned. In the event of a tie, we'll be listening to the singles B-sides to confirm which Twist. single is truly superior. That's a new one, yeah. So what is Two-Tone Records? It's a legendary record label founded in 1979 by specials keyboardist Jerry Dammers in the UK as a means to issue releases by his own band and support his niche scene. He struck a deal with Chrysalis Records, who allowed Two-Tone to fund 15 singles per year, and so he immediately signed many bands with a similar mindset to his own. Unique at the time, the deals only required them to issue one single with an option to release albums if they wished. These groups all shared the special's love of classic Jamaican ska and modern UK punk, often mixed with 
uh, often with mixed-race lineups and sociopolitical lyrics. It became the launching pad of what would be considered second-wave ska, or more commonly, two-tone, named after the label and its black-and-white color scheme. The fashion was all about tonic suits, pork pie hats, and loafers, and the logo was a stylized version of Peter Tosh from the Whalers that has become iconic for the ska scene. The label was only active for six years and released approximately 30 singles, six albums, two compilations, a documentary charting consistently during its entire run, and becoming all but synonymous with ska in the half decade of its existence. The single, the singles roster included The Specials, The Selector, The English Beat, Madness, The Body Snatchers, Elvis Costello, The Higsons, The Apollinaires, Rico Rodriguez, JP's All-Stars, The Friday Club, and The Swinging Cats. Bad Manners, however, never released a single on the label. So let's start there and listen to the one band that appeared in the Dance Craze documentary but never released anything for Two-Tone, Bad Manners. This will be the one and only time you'll hear about them this entire bracket. So this is from Dance Craze. Have you ever listened or watched Dance Craze? No. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah, I've like never watched it from beginning to end. Amazing. Clip it's it's on so, the web. It's so amazing. Um, they re- released like a million albums and had so many singles. They did really well. They were like one of the biggest charting two-tone adjacent bands. They had like a super like long career, did they not? Oh yeah, still active today. Buster Blood An undeniable groove. With his his tongue. And just being a skinhead. (laughs) And just being a skinhead. So 80s. Yeah. This would have so, been 81, Dance Craze? Yeah. So 80s. Bad Manners. We got to do That's them good. all on the show at some point. Yeah. I feel like we talk about Bad Manners. Famously, I uh, remember asking Mike Park when he was on the show why Bad Manners is always last uh, on people's yeah, ranks. Say? And he said, uh, well, when your whole career is just doing covers, then nobody's going to ever want to put you higher than last. That's fair. <laughs> It's true. They do a lot um, of covers. They do a lot of covers. Like the Can Can cover is like their most famous song. And My Girl Lollipop. Really? Yeah. But bu- billions of views. Wow. <laughs> <Listens. laughs> My Girl I, Lollipop slaps only because it was on the Spice World movie when they go on the boat with the fans. Oh. That was so my boy lollipop, the original Millie Smalls, yeah. Smalls version. Um, my that boy was lollipop. the what caused reggae and ska to blow up in really? the UK. Yeah, my boy lollipop, you make my heart go giddy up. Songs a bop. It's, it's the yeah. best. Yeah. I, I remember, like as a kid, just I'm like I would I sought that song out because of the Spice World movie, yeah. and I was like, well, that's a jam. That's a blast. An undeniable a blast a jam. Huge. Also, the track. UK. Yeah. <laughs> UK influence. It's all coming around. It's all coming around. <laughs> I think the Spice Girls, their number one influence was Two Tone. You can tell. You can tell. <laughs> oh yeah. You can tell. Uh, so let's move past bad manners. R.I.P. Bad Manners to listen to you some Bye. other day. So what? That's it? That's the only time they come up at all? That's the only time they come up at all. Okay. Because they were just them. adjacent. Right? They were just adjacent. Okay. Yeah, never uh, appeared on the documentary, never released anything. Mm. So let's talk about the one and only The Specials. We did an entire episode on The Who? Specials. So I uh, <laughs> encourage everyone to go back and listen. Um, with to, the cat bite? With the right? cat bite. Mm-hmm. That was our cat bite. Pre-friendship. Pre-friendship. 
No, that was like our the, best the, the, the friendships. forging of the friendship. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The much like knives on forged in fire. <laughs> much like <laughs> them. Yeah. Getting forged. Getting forged. Uh, so let's talk about the specials and then we'll we'll play a song from the dance craze and then we'll go into the side projects of the specials uh, after they broke up. So this is Nightclub. Nightclub. I like the band Nightclub. There's a band called Nightclub? Mm-hmm. It's a duo. A like goth electro duo. Is it spelled like this though? N I T E K L U. No, that's cooler. <laughs> I this love is this a jam. So much. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Just the specials are very good. Do you think they're gonna take it to the top? Do you, oh yeah, we haven't talked yeah. about because we're well, we haven't gotten into the real bracket stuff yet. But no, but I have is, a feeling. Yeah, we got to figure out what Ooh, would be the that the specials are gonna be at the top. <laughs> but which one? Little bitch, maybe. It's not a single. Oh, it's not a single. What? I don't know. I don't know yet. It's too soon to tell. Um, this is very good. <laughs> I just walk around going, spending money on. It's fun to do. I feel like I'm gonna sound like I feel like I'm gonna know so much more by the end of the bracket than right now. And right <laughs> now, I'm so a big dum dum. Yeah. yeah. So, so I'm in my big dum-dum era Because we'll be right now. blind <laughs> listening And, and then the we're going to be in our genius era yeah. Closer the to the end of the bracket <laughs> On the finals but Yeah, right. Currently I'm big dum-dum big and I'm not going to know anything Because we have a crazy guest for the finals Like it's, a, it's an amazing it's guest I'm very excited for it Yeah. And uh, yeah, by then we need to be experts Because we, we can't look yeah, dumb in Yeah, dum-dum era right now <laughs> So bear with our dum-dum era mm-hmm. um, So, okay, the specials broke up and then three members of the what? band. Yeah. They're still. Well, I mean, they're around, but. Yeah, they do stuff. But yeah. The specials nowadays. The, the two tone bands post 85 all basically turned into uh, paltry versions of what Whoa. they used to be. A guy and some guys he hired. Uh, yeah, frequently. And then, Chicken versions? And then we'll get into it later when one version. Similar to Canadian pol- 80s rock bands. Yeah. Poultry still versions? Touring. Poultry version. Yeah. Bacock. Bacock. Just a lot of chicken run guys yeah. playing all the f- instruments. Hopefully. Good. Hey, that new chicken run was great. Very good. Very good. Very fun. Um, Terry Hall, Linval Golding, and Neville Staples, when they left uh, the specials, they formed a band called The Fun Boy 3. And <laughs> That's just silly name. So silly. <laughs> And there's three of them. We should call the podcast. We should change the podcast name to that now that you're more of co-host, Joey. (laughs) (laughs) We're talking about, like, how do we, like, evolve the podcast? I think by calling it the Fun Boy 3. It's like a fun new thing. (laughs) Um, So, actually, they all left before the third specials album, before In the Studio, when Rhoda Dakar came in and became the new singer. That's why they're so, the Fun Boy 3. They're yeah. like, we did three records, that's it. No, they did Fun two. Fun Boy 3, we're done. And they bailed for the <laughs> oh. third one. Yeah. Uh, so, not ska, not ska at all. Mostly third, or mostly third wave. Mostly new wave. Uh, with a focus on rhythm and percussion. This is a song you may know. Let's see if you recognize it. I want to choose that volume up a little bit, I think. She's a little quiet. It's going to be a little weird. Yeah, there we go. This sounds like a My Singing Monster. <laughs> yeah. 
Luca. It's fun, little harmonies in the back. There's a lot of rhythm. It's like very like percussive, but boy, yeah. yeah. That day surprise. So you know the song. <laughs> yeah. So. But I'm just because I was a good go-go stan. And uh, a Hillary and Haley Duff stan. <laughs> <laughs> they also do this. Sisters doing it, which is weird. It's a kind of like gay, definitely like a little bit of gay vibes in the video. It, this was written by yeah, this was written by the Fun Boy Three. They I didn't wrote know this that. Song. And yeah, they recorded it. The Go Go's recorded it first, and then oh, they decided, they, the Go Go's recorded well, it. Yeah, first. so they wrote it for the Go Go's, and then they decided, hey, why don't we just do a version? And so they then they just did a version. Not That's as good as the cool. Go Go's version. No, but the Go Go's yeah. are so good. <laughs> yeah, Go-Go's. like get out of town. The Go Go's yeah, are so, so good. good. Uh, the Fun Boy Three is also responsible for finding uh, Bananarama. Oh, I also love Bananarama. Yeah, yeah. Did they like slip on Bananarama peel yeah, as they were walking down a hallway or something? Yeah. And they found it. Whoa. Whoa, your Bananarama. I'm your fire, your desire. Yeah. Uh, when we were on the beach in Mexico, there was like a large dude and he was walking towards me. And it's like, what is that concert shirt that he's wearing? And it was Bananarama. Like, Bananarama Sick. Venus. And turns out he was a UK dude. That video is good too. <laughs> I saw somebody with a gigantic Crystal Castles tattoo also at the resort. Ooh, canceled. Yeah, I was like, whoa, canceled. (laughs) Well, the... Maybe she... Maybe they're... If you make that an Alice Glass Mm -hmm. tattoo, I'll support you. Mm -hmm. That's got to be the biggest... Listen to Alice Glass. He's got to be looking at that being like, damn, I really should have gotten the (laughs) biggest Crystal Castles tattoo. I actually really love some Crystal Castles song, (laughs) but... They were good. They they were were good. And Alice Glass was awesome, but... Yeah, now they're upsetting. That guy's awful. Anyways... Big big POS. Yeah. Um, okay, so the next side project was Neville Staple. So Fun Boy 3 lasted for two whole albums, and then they broke up. Neville Staple uh, became, like, a huge third wave guy. Like, he moved to the U.S., started getting involved in, like, tons of uh, third wave bands, and then started doing his own solo stuff. So he's done a bunch of records uh, that are, like, covers. And so this is one of them, Johnny Too Bad. Just run out, just run out. Ooh. Right? That's I feel fun. like Sugar Ray is about to, <laughs> to drop. It's definitely summertime. Oh, yeah. You can't deny what season it is right now, you know? This is a jam, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, it's a good one. It makes me feel bad that I didn't put a lot of time into Neville Staples' like solo stuff, and I'm like gonna go back and read. This is a very good song, like an good. undeniably good. Oh, right. This is very good, right? Yeah. Like objectively good music. Yes. Like <laughs> that little slide guitar is fun. That's like a real but, like, big good, sugar good move. Good musicianship, <laughs> well produced. Like what? That's a good, objectively good song. I know, right? Neville Staple <laughs> in almost every way. Mm-hmm. Like that was a pretty rude, rude tune. That's a rude, that was a rude a, as hell tune. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What Talking year? about people What's got that ratchets year? in their hand. Uh, I have that. Give me a year. Nineteen ninety. Oops, I'm in the wrong thing. Oh my god, Rob figured out. Nineteen ninety four. 
Two years before the summer of school. <laughs> yeah. Just about got there. Not like he wasn't if in. If only. He was hey, in, if only. He was in every third wave thing. If, I know. If, if Cooley Ranks wasn't there, he was there. It's yeah. just, he, he showed up. Um, so Come on, baby. Hey, hey, baby. So Linval, Linval Golding, uh, would, when he left Fun Boy 3, uh, would join a band called Pama International, which was the brainchild of Sean Flowerdew of a band called The Loafers that was like a ska-adjacent band in the during Two-Tone. Okay. Um, I didn't include Terry Hall's solo stuff because... And I'm sure I'm going to get roasted. I don't have time to play everybody's solo Whoa. stuff, but Terry Hall's solo stuff is boring. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> I had to like find songs that I was just like ugh, falling asleep. I'm like, oh, I don't think it's important enough to play it, but we love Terry Hall. It's great. He's RIP. <laughs> but let's play uh, this Palm International song. fun so this band is amazing and yeah. i think that they are would be great for a trombone yeah this is good you can dance to this yeah it's kind of got like a motowniness to it sort yeah. of like a dap tone sort of feel almost Another legitimate banger, in my opinion. Yes. Another objectively good song. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a great we're, song. Remember, we're in the UK still. This is all UK stuff. Still They're not fucking great. around. So that'll do it for specials uh, stuff. So let's go over to a band called The Beat. The English Beat, if you will. Uh, they only released one single on Two-Tone before forming their own label and hitting it big with their debut called I Just Can't Stop It. And here is a song from that a not two-tone single but a single of theirs uh, that was featured on Dance Craze Mirror in the Bathroom This, this is very good yeah, this I song, love this so much rips. just one drop in Yeah People cover who covers this Nobody they do <laughs> I don't think so I, really? I, this is such a bit like Goldfinger owes their entire career to this song Oh yeah totally like, Yeah because this is just this is just uh, here in your bedroom, but like spookier. Yeah, yeah. This is very, very, very good. I love this song so much. I know it's so good, and plus it's so much like they got that Wakeling's like jangly like '80s guitar. Yeah, it's always fun. That's why they were such a crossover hit. Uh, you saw the English beat at PRB. Did you not? I did. They did opened for the Mighty Mighty Boston. Did the the crowd just fucking lose it when this song played? Oh yeah. Like, but also they played a lot of they they didn't play that many classic. St- I think they played Ranking Full Stop, which was also like a the massive like pit pit stomper. Yeah. Um, but he definitely dug into some you know not ska stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it's like read the room, Dave. <laughs> um, and yeah. so that's important because the beat actually splintered into two versions. There's the Dave Wakeling version and the uh, Ranking Roger version. 
Um, and so actually maybe we'll skip ahead to that song. Uh, it's called Side to Side. It's the number eight there. Yep. So Love this is Ariana Grande track. <laughs> this is this is uh, ranking Rogers version of the beat because the modern version of the beat is Dave Wakelings and ranking Rogers since passed. But we should listen to this to hear what his version of the band would have sounded like. What uh, did you cut the part where Nicki Minaj comes in? Yeah. Ooh, this is very good. Yeah. Ooh. So many haps already. Toasting up a storm. I will say, the the beat featuring Ranking Roger albums, they're so good. Why is the English beat very good, though? Do you know why? Why they're good? Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Ranking Roger and Dave Wakeling are like a power <laughs> couple. Like, they're just like incredible musicians. This, this is very rips. good. This is really good. Yeah. It's very catchy and dancey. I'm moving side to side right now. I know. You can't not. <laughs> Everyone's I'm, I'm sure everyone moves side to side when this no, I mean, I want to see like one guy in the back just like yeah. arms crossed, death like shaking, trying not to move side to side. Yeah. Rest- <laughs> restraining himself. Forth. Yeah. <laughs> He's making direct <laughs> eye contact. What a good song, yeah. Hey. yeah. Such a That's good great. song. So do you think the beat's going to go pretty far? Uh, well, they only have the one song, so it's, it, they have a <laughs> Just huge the one. hill to climb. <laughs> See, I but, don't know anything. I'm in my dum-dum era. It's okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I hate being in my dum-dum era. <laughs> so Dave Wakeling and Ranking Roger, after the beat broke up in the 80s, formed a side project called General Public which also featured Horace Panter from the specials when they broke up, Mick Jones from The Clash, and oh, wow. count them, two members of Dexie's Midnight Runners. Wow. Uh, and so they had a, <laughs> I wrote here, they're the most new wave band that ever new waved. Uh, <laughs> so play the song Tenderness. You may know the song. Very, very, so very new wave. wave. Yeah. <laughs> This is a stark contrast from what we've been listening to. Yeah. This is 1984. It I is 19. <laughs> yeah. I will say that's the two directions that most bands from the two-tone era went in. Either they did a lot more ska or they just did new wave. It's very uh, Orwellian. Because of 1984. Because there's an animal farm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I... <laughs> Do not like this. Yeah, I like not New Wave, fan. but I don't love this. This is a very famous song. New Wave is uh, That's cool. full of, not full of great. Scotty. Do you Wave like it? Wave. Do you like it? No. Yeah, you're the, yeah, you're the <laughs> <laughs> No. It doesn't do anything for me. Okay. You don't have to be mean about it. it. I do like the little claps. Yeah, but that's just like that's just like a Cure B-side, just putting in hand claps. <laughs> like, come on. Just go listen to The Cure. The Cure's better. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'd, I'd rather not. Thank you. <laughs> um, anyway, so that's them. They they were massively popular, so I'm not, I'm not mad about that. <laughs> Good for them. Here's a fun thing, though. What do you get when two members of the beat find a unique and gifted vocalist 
why they form a band called the Fine Young Cannibals. Oh, oh friends. so that, I, I, I'm not sure if you knew this, fine but Fine Young intro. Cannibals is just two people from the beat plus a new singer. I, I didn't know no that. Idea. Yeah, so let's play that one song they had. <laughs> They had more songs, but I'm, this is the big I one. do like this song a lot. <laughs> this song is very good. <laughs> Certifiable. Okay, yeah. so the beat, still like 10 for Eight, 10. 88. Oh, and the two members of the beat were Andy Cox and David Steele. This, so, is, a, this is on my playlist. They absolutely made. They sure did find a new vocalist. <laughs> <laughs> they were just like... Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I heard his voice. It was so angelic. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it feels like somebody. It feels like somebody is like making fun of something. The way that they're singing. <laughs> That's how a lot of the '80s. Which I love. <laughs> the theatrical. Can you go more? Can you do that more? <laughs> this is like, what was that type of music that would have like? Uh, I'm just trying to think of bands that would be in this. Um, Spandau Ballet. And like that close kind of bands. Oh, okay. <laughs> like no one else. 88. Yeah. Yeah. Wowzers. Oh, a young one-year-old Rob has been goo goo gaga and listening to this song. <laughs> In the car. In the she car. She drives me crazy. <laughs> that was you. That was me. <laughs> All right, let's take a break. And when we get back... More pre-show for two tournament. This episode of Checkered Past is brought to you by Blendjet. Slynn, you like to make smoothies. I make smoothies every single morning. Tell me about your smoothie journey. Well, I it's my only way I can get vegetables in my body because I like yummy brown golden fried delicious things. So I often call it my scurvy juice to prevent scurvy. What do you put in your smoothies every morning? Um, well, I am a little spinach bitch and a banana. Uh, pro tip, bananas make every smoothie taste good. Okay, banana, chocolate oat milk, and some like legit peanut butter, a little bit of spinach. You're laughing and that tastes like a delicious treat. Well, I just got a blend jet. What? And I've actually been able to make my smoothies fresher because I'll put the ingredients in and take it with me to work because it's portable. And I'll make my smoothie like right, right, right before I drink it. You hit the nail on the head because Blendjet 2 by Blendjet is portable. So you can blend up a smoothie at work, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. It's small enough to fit in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through tough ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet. So you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15 blends and recharges quickly via USB-C. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. We got a couple Blendjet 2s. I got mine with like the black marble. It's like a fancy like it's very, faux marble Yeah, thing. it's it's got like kind of some doodly energy to it, yeah, I guess. a little mask. Uh, it's a little mask. I'm not a, always masked. I have masked. a leopard print I got, one. I do some fems. Leopard print? Talk to me about your leopard print. It's pretty fucking fun. There was another leopard print there was that we, another were, one. we were spying. I, but like it was Rainbow Leopard. It was Lisa fucking Frank. Lisa fucking Frank, Lisa y'all. Fucking Frank. There's all kinds of crazy ass colors. That's one of the best things about Blendjet too. So here's what you need to do. Go to Blendjet.com and grab yours today. And be sure to use the promer code. The promer code. Use that promer code, Checkered12. 
to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the BlendJet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the BlendJet 2 Portable Blender. Go to BlendJet.com and use the code CHECKERED12 Checkered 12. to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Get it for your scurvy juice. Lisa fucking Frank. Welcome back to Checkered Pass. CPSC crew here is doing the Madness March 2024 pre-show, the two tournament. And next up, we're going to talk about um, another band that had a lot of side projects that were uh, a two-tone band called The Body Snatchers. Are you familiar with The Body Snatchers? Yes. Yes. It sounds familiar, but I'm a dumb-dumb and don't remember anything. They had two singles on two-tone, and that is it for their entire discography period. They could not get a full-length album out. They tried, but they uh, did not like each other. They had a lady and, singer. Yeah, they had an entire all-lady band. Oh, That's rad. Band. Yes, they Sweet. were. They were a full seven-piece. I want to say sick all-woman ska band. That's rad. That's with one very of the cool. absolute greatest uh, singers singing for that, Rhoda Dakar. So, who would uh, eventually uh, play with the specials? For in the studio and write maybe one of the absolute most terrifying songs ever, which will be on the bracket. Whoa. Yeah, cool. and I think it might be it might it might go far just based on how uh, like scary it is. Scary. Uh, it's a scary song. It's a very scary. What song. What are you saying? Wow. You have to listen to it. I don't want to give anything <laughs> so away. Scary. If you had not listened to it before, it's a very terrifying song. Um, okay, this is uh, from once again from Dance Craze. This is a cover of 007 Shantytown by the Body Snatchers. I mean, this is pretty scary. Come get me when it's 007 Crazy Town. <laughs> come, my lady. Come, come, my lady. Yeah. <laughs> this is pretty scary already, Rob. This is very, very good. I have a Body Snatchers bias going into the two tournament because I think they're so good. And the selector. That's my biases. I feel like I've heard people like spin this at like reggae two tone DJ nights. You know? Well, and the, the original, the, uh, the Aces song yes. is like. Classic. For mouse. Yeah. There's a couple like people in Edmonton that do kind of like reggae dub, two tony kind of nights, and they spin vinyl. Yeah. They're big crates. Yeah. See them. They're crates. Yeah. yeah. This is great. The skinheads like to go and dance. Yeah. Like <laughs> to them. Of the black dog. Usually. Or in the basement of um, Starlight Room now, is where they go. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's where they go That's to where do they their go. dancing. Yeah. <laughs> or at least the last time I saw them dance. And the last time I saw that crate, that's where it was. <laughs> so the Body Snatchers broke up after only two singles. Um, but five members of the Body Snatchers went off and formed their own new wave group. And had a one and done album on Stiff, which was the Madness's record label. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a single that would appear later on the Rain Man soundtrack. Whoa, Rain Man. And that's Man. Uh, this song, Eco Eco. 
Bell Stars is the name of the band. So the only person not joining is Rhoda. Rhoda did not join the Bell Stars. Do we know why? Um, I um, I'm, I think infighting, but I don't know exactly what. I mean, this is the famous oh, yeah. song. <laughs> this song has been covered more than like yeah. almost any song. It's like one of the most covered. Ever? Songs. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. And this is the OG? No. No. What's the... <laughs> when was this cover. written? Uh, I actually looked it up. It was like a long ass like, time like ago. A, like 60s? Or earlier? Let's so find out. It's probably by Justin Wellington in I 2017. I <laughs> no, I think that sounds right. Here we go. 1953. 53? Yeah. It's a Mardi Gras song. Oh. That's fun. Yeah. What does Ico Ico mean? The Dole Cubs. The Dole Cubs. This is really popular. Just goes, hey? Yeah. It's, it's just, just consistent my sound bestie. for like four minutes in a row. <laughs> yeah. How do you feel stuff. about that? I don't I <laughs> like it that much. It's, I didn't mind it. I'm, ha- I'm I not mad. I like the song. I like this. But there was a time in the 80s when they were just like, all right, here's the verse and the chorus. And you just repeat that for four minutes. Yeah, it's a little boring. Yeah. Like at that tempo and that, there's not a whole lot going on in that song, you know. And then, it, uh, you know, 10 years later, became huge on a movie soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what about Rhoda? Well, she went solo after the specials. And uh, I would say she's having a bit of a renaissance right now. She's been releasing solo records for, I don't know, last 10, 15 years. And That's they rad. are awesome. The most recent record came out last year. So uh, this is one of her songs, As Tears Go By, on her solo stuff. She's OGAF. Oh, yeah. She's the realist. Much love to Rhoda. This is already so good. Do you like this or Especially the Especially after listening to that yeah. last one. Yeah. Hell, yeah. Just old school. Yeah, her, her old school, her songs are very uh, rock steady. Yeah. Right in that tempo. Yeah. As she once opined, do rock steady. And now she's doing it. <laughs> she's she just said, living her dreams. Yeah, she said do rock steady, and now she's doing rock now steady. Now she's doing rock steady. So yeah, she was uh, she was Terry Hall after Terry Hall left in the specials. So you know, Sick. she has a good uh, good track record, strong pedigree. Although we, as we said on the specials episode that we did, uh, that third specials record is not that good. <laughs> True. All right, and that wraps up our uh, body snatchers uh, little discussion. So now we go to madness who released a, a single, a one and one only single on Two-Tone. I won't rehash anything about Madness. We had we did a whole month about it. Yeah, go, so, back, go back and listen. Two years ago. But let's listen to a song from Dance Craze, Razorblade Alley. 
Did we listen to the song? No, it wasn't no. a single. Okay, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not familiar. Yeah. This is a spooky song, though, so I like it. Yeah, definitely spooking. Maybe creeping down an alley. Yeah, definitely creeping down an alley. Oh, yeah. Maybe with, like, a blackjacking hand. Oh, blackjacks? Like a little, little, little sap thing? Yeah, to, to knock somebody out. Knock somebody on the dome. You know how, like, when people when the cops show photos of, like, stuff they confiscated from, does that count? Like, a bl- <laughs> are you allowed to carry around a little sap these days? I have no idea. Just something to, like, knock somebody unconscious with? Yeah, I just guess no. <laughs> I guess, guess it depends no. what country you're in, probably. It's like how you can't technically have pepper spray. Yeah, right. you can Same have bear idea. spray. You can have bear spray. And you can have, in Canada, you can have... You can be carrying around a utility knife, but the moment you say, I'm carrying this utility knife for self-defense, it becomes an illegal weapon. Ah, interesting. I don't know yeah. that. As, 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 as soon as you say that I could possibly use this on a person, it becomes like a weapon, and you're not just carrying a tool. You Weird, can go eh? with this, or you can go with that. Yeah, it's weapon, a, of, choice. weapon yeah. of choice. Weapon of choice. Anyway... <laughs> One thing we didn't talk about in Madness March is that there was a, a band called The Madness that existed in a brief window when Madness wasn't together. Okay. And it was, like, just for, like, two years. They actually split into, like, two or three bands at the same time. So it was, like, um, The Madness, and then it was, like, Madness? No, I can't remember then- what the other band was called. They had a different name, but um, it was just Suggs. Chaz Smash, Kicks, and Chrissy Boy. So four members of Madness. Okay. Just went the off and became The Madness. And that this, seems silly. And this is their one of their <laughs> singles from this little era that happened for like all of two or three years. I now pronounce you. I mean, it does kind of sound like Madness. In the late 80s, yeah. yeah. Basically. Um... Let's see what year this was. 88. It's all right. It's kind of got like a like Afro-Caribbean thing going on, sort of. Yeah. Sort of with the like... You know? I don't love this. This yeah. is not very good. It's not great. Madness has done it's, better. It sounds like this Late era 80s of Madness. madness yeah. yeah. This is no, uh, f- we want Freddy for our leaders. No, sure. definitely no. not. Uh, this isn't even an I am Michael Caine. No, it's not Michael Caine, it's not we want Freddy for our leader. I can't believe Freddy didn't win that thing. I know. Yeah, this is... Next. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow, we just had a big yawn into the microphone. I don't know if that's really happened on pod before. <laughs> Poor Madness. They as, as as it's not they, Madness. As soon as they madness. pulled out the sitar and went full Beatles, we were like, I... Grateful <laughs> mm, Dead. Yeah, no, no thank you. Um, so, okay, the other band that was happening at the same time was a band called Voice of the Beehive. Just get out from behind that song. <laughs> yeah. So Woody and Bedders of Madness was while the madness was happening, helped form uh, basically a pop rock female led close harmony band uh, that did chart in the UK. Cool. Um, and then they eventually just reformed Madness 
uh, Reformed Madness. Sounds like Reefer Madness. Um, <laughs> so this is a song by Voice of the Beehive called Don't Call Me Baby. Don't call me baby. You almost had it. <laughs> 88 also. Same year. This is like not terrible. No, I don't hate this. I like the sentiment. Also, the vocalist sounds like it's kind of a punk rock delivery for yeah. a pop song type of deal, you know? Like the Go-Go's. Yeah. Uh, like the Go-Go's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this part. Yeah, this, this is alright. This song's pretty good. This is pretty fun. Someone must have a whole done a album. Cool. They did three albums. Whoa! What did you say they're called? Voice of the Beehive. Oh. It was a cool name. Yeah, this is all right. It's kind of like, kind of like a little more accessible than like a B fifty twos, but like a cool cover of this out there. I'm sure. Yeah, that was all right. that was good. I like that. Um. It's, uh, yeah, so Let It Be is the name of the album, which is, which is great. <laughs> that yeah. is, that's great. Big I love fan it. of that. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, and so next we get to, oh, uh, so I did pull one person's solo album or solo stuff because it actually is not bad. So Suggs, at the same time that Terry Hall was doing solo stuff in the mid-90s, uh, decided to do his kind of wacky shtick in his solo stuff, and this is a song called Camden Town from 95. One year before the summer of Scott. Yeah. <laughs> He's just ready. He was, he was ready. <laughs> I was in until that, maybe. I like this. Yeah, this is great. This kind of sounds like um, what's the uh, ape man? You know, ape man by the Kinks. And this is kind of like yeah, this is kind of like a reggae ape man kind of feel to it. <laughs> also, a ska version of ape man would be pretty sick. Bands, do it, please. Not enough ska covers of the Kinks. <laughs> not enough. No. Busy covering 80s songs. Yeah. Need to go back. Yeah. Scott version of Spaceship Superstar. Let's go to the 70s. <laughs> All right. Oh, that was rad, though. I liked, I liked it. it. Yeah, that's fun. I didn't really like it. Yeah, you're checking out. Not gonna lie. It was yeah. pretty laddie, though. It's yeah, pretty I didn't. I don't know. It was very laddie. <laughs> we know. We know that the madness is at their best when they're at their laddie. I bet it's true. I bet Craig's dad liked that song a lot. <laughs> I bet you Craig liked that song. Yeah. It, tell, it reminds him of going to Camden Town. Hmm. <laughs> it is. Oh, yeah. It is great to go to Camden Town. I can get anything I want there. Camden Market, which is in Camden Town. <laughs> wow. I just got side eyed. <laughs> I got side eyed for what I, I don't even know what. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> All right. So the last of the big five two-tone bands that will play that were on Dance Craze is The Selector. I didn't bring a lot of their, um, I didn't bring any of their, like, uh, side projects to this foray, uh, but let's listen to the one and only Too Much Pressure as featured. Do you think featured. their um, partners know um, about their side projects? Yeah. <laughs> their spouses <laughs> know about their side projects? Their main, you mean? Their main? Their yeah. Main. <laughs> 
ethical polyamory. So good. Incredible. I love this song so yes. much. I'm going to be going in with like this. I'm basically going to have to rely on everybody else to talk me off a ledge on too much pressure. This is pretty We're good. Going all the way to the end. It's too much pressure already for me not to say that too much pressure should just win. Yeah. It's a party. It's so good. And Pauline Black is the best. Like another great person. Because the selector had a full album on two tone, there's a lot of singles from them. So oh, yeah. they're like one That's of the most, the, one of the more represented. Selector is so you think they're gonna, they're so they, gonna. They, take I think I think the specials yeah. has a numbers advantage. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but selector has some bangers, bangers. It was very wild. Very good. Fucking yeah. awesome. Fuck that song's good. So we're gonna we're gonna finish this all off that there was a band uh, called the Higsons that were on Two Tone. I know that's not a and they were a <laughs> really? they were a funk band. They're one of the few okay. non ska bands that were on Two Tone towards the end. Um, and one of the guys after that band broke up was called Dave Cummings. And in the mid '80s, he founded a band called Delamitri in Scotland okay. that took almost twelve years to get a big hit single. And they got a big hit single, and that's this song that you will definitely recognize. Okay. By Delamitri. <laughs> Joey is as just soon like as I locked saw, in. As soon as I locked saw the in. title, I was like, oh, wait, I do know this song. Oh. Oh. Yeah, oh. What does this have to do with Scott again? This is a, a two-tone band. <laughs> Uh, one of the guys in there formed this band. What year is this? This song came out in the mid '90s, but yeah. the band formed in the mid '80s. So they've been going for like a dozen years before this. Yeah, rocketed to number one. Yeah, with a video that is still entertaining to this day. What's the video? It's them in like. Uh, like practical special effects with their heads stuck through like baby strollers with like fake baby bodies. That's fun. And they're like singing the song and being pushed around in strollers and stuff. It's very funny. Prams are called. Prams, yeah. yeah. <laughs> In England they call it a lift. <laughs> anyway, this song, right? Yeah. That big shiny tunes fodder, like big yeah. time. This might have been a little earlier even. You think? Yeah. Uh, let me see. Big Tiny Shiny Tunes was 97, easy, wasn't it? Would this be easy listening? 95. Is that... Uh, yeah. Would you consider this easy I would say listening? I call it adult contemporary. Yeah. Adult yeah, contemporary. The, this, Ariane that, would be mad at me. That song might have been kind of one of the first, like, real big kickoffs of that sort of adult era of power pop. People who like Dave Matthews' know? band listen to that song. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. They're also like, "That's a good song." I I have to yeah. say Deep that Deep Blue Something bands like that. Every time that <laughs> what did you say? Deep, Deep Blue something? something. Yeah, they did the, the Breakfast at Tiffany's song. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, that's um, style of music. Uh, right now, Will will sometimes just like run into Ariane, just like full on run in, and she says, "Stop crashing into me," and I have to go, "Oh baby," <laughs> every time. <laughs> It makes good. me laugh. Funny. That's funny. <laughs> right? Because it's Dave Matthews band. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That, oh, baby. Yeah. Oh, baby. And this brings us to the end of <laughs> the pre-show. 
So we, we did, it. did it. I'm, and I'm just going to say, if you came in here hoping I was going to talk about blah, 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 <laughs> side project, and I didn't talk about it, I did my best. We had to get through 18 songs Where's in an Terry hour. Where's Terry Hall? That was a lot of songs. Terry Hall was in the specials, and then he was also in Fun Boy 3. Terry Hall got a lot of, a lot of love. But where's not, the solo I'm not, stuff? Where's the solo stuff? You know, you it's do, fucking in the you, trash. You, it's, it's, in, it's in Spotify. It's in Spotify. If you want to put his name into the top of Spotify and search it, you are free to listen to it. It's under songs to help you go to sleep at night. Thanks for listening to the Fun Boy 3. Uh, hit us up. Uh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's the part. But I'm excited. This is going to be a good bracket. Yeah. yeah. Start at, uh, the first. Everyone's going to like it. They're all going to agree with our decision. Two tournament. Two tournament. Put Round that one. In your brain. Two tournament. Round one, part one begins February 27th. Uh, and, uh, then it's going to go for five weeks straight and, uh, yeah, we'll crown the best two-tone single. I'm really excited. This is going to be a good bracket. And remember, unequivocal. Unequivocal. Well, once we've decided that that's it, that's it for the rest of time. No other decision decision can be made. What was that sentence? No other decision can be made. (laughs) That's what I meant to say. Thanks for listening to Checkered Past. Hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, and TikTok at Checkered Past Pod, or send us an email at checkeredpasspod at gmail.com. To support the pod and get bonus content, including a full-length and unedited video of this episode, sign up for the Checkerhead Patreon at patreon.com slash checkeredpast. We also have merch available at checkeredpast.ca. Joey. What kind of merch do we have available as of this right now? You listening to this right now. You tell me. You're the one that made it. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. More ska. Yeah. Yum, yum. Yum, yum. More ska. ska. Uh, I made a graphic. Yum, yum. More ska. With Rob's face. With Rob's face. It looks great. It's eating some ska. Yeah. Uh, and we're doing hoodies. Yeah, we're going to do some hoodies. We're doing hoodies, y'all. Loaves and zips. Both yeah. both kinds, so we don't have to be divisive. Both. Yeah. You both can pick both. both. If you want to pull it over your head, you go for it. <laughs> you want to zip it up, you fucking do that I'm shit. I'm getting a zipper one. I'm just going to get one. I'm yeah. going zip. I'm getting a zip. Slim's going pull, right? Yeah, I want to feel like I'm... You know, being born every time <laughs> yeah. I put my sweater on. Yum, yum, more ska. Yum, yum, more ska. Uh, and also a big shout out to Flip for using that sound clip in his song. Because had it not been in the song in the 100th episode, it may have just completely been lost to time, yeah. to be honest. We but, don't know where you found billions. that one. Yum, yum, more ska. Yeah. Yum, yum, <laughs> yum, more, yum ska. more ska. Clearly but I said it. We, we knew where Bubba Billions came from, but we're to this, this day we have no idea where yum, 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 yum more ska, ska came from. Definitely was on the, the the back alley interview somewhere. Had to be somewhere. I no fucking idea. I must no have said it. I, I was pretty, like, I was not, I wouldn't say I was, like, drinking at those times when I was doing those, but I was in a different world when we were doing oh, yeah. those back alleys. A fugue yeah. state. Fugue state, sort. exactly. That's <laughs> right, Joey. A fugue state. So go get, buy hoodies. Buy some Do hoodies. Pew This episode is edited and engineered by uh, El Hoey. That's me. Uh, and Wait, vo- excuse me? Yeah. El Hoey. What was my name? <laughs> Now I just uh, wanted yeah, to call Joey, Joey Dammers. I didn't really write that. I just like saying Elvis. Okay, oh yeah, yeah. Joey Dammers, right? Joey That's Dammers. what you're doing. And Celine Vol Golding. Celine Vol Golding. And, Ro- and Robbie, Robbie Radiation. Radiation. Yeah. I okay, so that was one thing that I didn't play. I have to say that Roddy Radiation, uh, after he left the specials. He only does rockabilly now. He sounds like it. Yeah, yeah. You, like I will. I will show you a picture. And one of his bands is called the Ska Billy Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, and he, uh, I didn't play it. I, I just was cutting for time, and I thought it was just too stupid, and I didn't want to play it. Maybe someday. Is it Maybe good? No. <laughs> he's definitely a Billy Billy type of guy. He's definitely going going full bill. <laughs> he went full bill, yeah. yeah. We do have to do a Rockabilly, Psychobilly uh, episode. Yeah, but, yeah, we keep talking about doing that. That's what he's playing. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know. I got it. With his Gretch. Yeah. Um, Double cut. Where am I going? Uh, voting is now open on how you think the bracket will progress at challenge.com. Challenge. Slash Madness March 2024. Next week, we will have on the pod... Oh, I should write down who the, it's going to be. Uh, oh, it's going to be Common Sense Kid Hooray. talking about Cap Down <laughs> as a part of UK Ska Month. We are doing all UK Ska stuff in February <laughs> leading into... No, that's Madness. the other one. <laughs> yeah. what's, what? the, what's the... I don't know. Never mind. Okay. okay. Until next time, I'm Rob. Slim. And Joey. And the immortal words of the fine young cannibals. Brax drive me crazy. Oh!